Guys, welcome back from me, Asfar Haider. Really appreciate you joining again. And for those of you who don't know, I offer a, a framework, which I call the R3 framework, which is a comprehensive framework for taking a business to market or improving your business in market and specifically doubling sales and profitability. And importantly, sales and profitability. So it's not just about driving more you know, acquisition. It's also about making sure that the business is operating efficiently, profitably, and therefore can scale. So there's a, a lot going on with this framework. But welcome back. And this is also going to go up on my podcast, which uh, is called the Million Dollar Scale Up. I have not been promoting that very much, but I've started to post these weekly kind of updates to my podcast and got a bit of good feedback from that. So we'll keep that going. Light is fading here today. It's actually Sunday. I usually try to get these out on Friday, but I actually att I attended an event in London with the startup grind, which I'll tell you about later. And so kind of had to head off to that pretty early. So I wasn't able to get it out until today, but hopefully we'll try to get this out on Friday. Really kind of, it's great for me personally, because it gives me a chance to give a bit of a roundup of what's been going on and kind of reset the scene for the coming week. But I am super pumped about what is developing here. I think over the past few years, I put this framework together and it was really a culmination of so many things in terms of developing companies and then researching and networking and kind of work, working with different clients and figuring out that there's you know certain things that you have to get right. And if you don't get those right, then nothing else matters. But even those things that you have to get right turns into quite a number of things. And unless you've got a framework, I just cannot, you know, I could not see anymore how you could do that completely on the fly. You will always end up in a very reactive mode. And so the whole concept of this framework is to keep it really simple, focus on the things that really matter. If people in your team come around and really get around those particular topics and you really optimize those, you will see a far better kind of rate of progress than if you just kind of like chase after the things that you know seem to be the most important. So with that little introduction, give you, for those of you who don't know me, which is probably most, but wanted to give you a little bit of background there. Let's jump into it. I want to keep this to about 20 minutes, I would say, um, and hopefully that sh we should be able to cover everything. So really what I want to cover here, briefly just want to mention the topics that I covered uh, a week ago, which would have been for the week, you know, prior to that. And I, I sort of have gone into short form video quite heavily now, and it's kind of become my main mechanism for posting content. So that particular week I'd, I'd posted some short form videos. They were, they were a minute and a half long. And with these kind of short form videos, what I find is that, you know, on the day you post something out, you get, a, you get some traction, you get some views, but it's really like a week later or two weeks later, or even could be a month later that, you know, you might actually start getting, you might find that actually that particular video did quite well, or you got some engagement from it or someone contacted you because of it. So it's definitely a worthwhile activity, even though at the time, especially when you're starting out, it can feel like, you know, you're just you know recording things and posting things and you're not getting much back but actually that is essentially the job to be done with that but in that particular week I covered the topics which I, I went through on in the videos of that week which was I started off with talking about the mark you know having a market of one making sure you're really keen on, clear on that five ways to grow in 2024 seven reasons why not to launch something so it's really maybe sort of like seven highlights of you know, things that could easily go wrong or you should not really be going down this path if you're in those categories. And also those were seven reasons why I actually 
say that I don't recommend entrepreneurship to people because there are so many things that can go wrong. So as much as I help people be successful, I'm also talking to people about you know the real rationale for why they're going into something because I think that's very, very important. I also talked about the five phases of team success, which I'm really, really motivated, you know, interested by and motivated to learn even more about because I think this is so important to understand your team dynamics, even if it's a, an outsourced team or whatever, you, however you're structuring something, but those team dynamics are actually fundamentally one of the most important things to get right. And then finished off that week with uh, talking about evergreen strategies for AI or at least the importance of it. Over this week, just to cover briefly what I... What I went into was I started talking about the value hierarchy, and actually Tony Robbins talks about this. And you know, I think his last last video I saw of his was about a year ago from a particular conference, and he was really pumping up the volume on this topic of the fact you have to figure out how you are adding value. And I think this is such an important point, and that's why I picked up on it because I think that is so true. And I think there's a there's sort of a ladder which you're kind of climbing from the point where you are essentially. Uh, just kind of in survival mode and you can easily go back down to the bottom of the ladder if things go wrong but essentially you know you start off at some sort of survival level where you are essentially maybe selling somebody else's product or you're maybe you could even consider a nine-to-five job could be that if, if you're not really particularly motivated by that company and then as you sort of climb this ladder you're going up to the next level which might be transactional really you know it's nothing about you so much just more about the activities that you are uh, managing and then you go then you're starting to get into a higher level of adding real value, maybe some expertise that you have, some competence. After that, you've got a unique offer. And so that's probably like level two in the whole thing, where you've got something unique, something clear, something of, of very specific value that you're offering people. And then finally, level one is where you're really reaching the point where you can dominate your particular market. So these are the five levels of value, a value hierarchy that I laid out which to me makes sense. I mean, I, I simply just went back thinking through the kind of like experiences that I've had and the people that I know and where they kind of are. So everyone's kind of on this on these kind of rungs of the ladder somewhere. But the important thing is to make sure you're continuing to try to climb that ladder because you, you know, you don't want to, you know, unless you are just a, a guru at, let's say, sort of the transactional level. But even then, let's say Ezra Firestone, I think he's, the, he's like the guru on the e-commerce side, you can see that he's constantly figuring out how to add more real value to people that he's working with. So that was value hierarchy. I then talked about solution-centric versus people-centric. And what I wanted, what I was saying there very much was around the fact that, you know, it's very easy to go chasing after solutions, to think that there's a solution there that you can go and find that's gonna be plug and play, you just follow that route and it's gonna work. But this is not generally how it goes. This is not actually what happens and so, the thing to really think about, and I think this is all I'm in, in talking about that, I was really referring a lot to the experiences I've had with actually putting a team together or being part of a co-founding team and realizing that actually the solution or the concept or the product is so is, is, is clearly an important part. But it's that it's that it's that dynamic that you have with the people side that becomes the crucial differentiator for success. And this is also true, let's say, if you you know joined a particular coaching program so someone might lay out a nice solution you might say well that, i think that's going to work but be really uh, you know conscious and pay attention to who is leading that and how you will be able to interact with that person going forward have they actually been through the kinds of challenges that you think that you're going to have to go through to make the thing work 
And just another point on that might be the fact that sometimes you can connect with people based on the fact that you've had the same challenges, but actually you're too similar as people. And so it's, it's possibly not going to work because actually you really want someone to come in from a different angle, show you a different way to do something. If you just find the people that have had the same experiences, then you might just find that you're going, going down the same friction point again. So these, there are very important considerations with all of that. Thirdly, I mentioned the fact, or I talked about the fact that I really feel that tech, technology companies, let's say, and brands, maybe the users of technology, are sort of merging into one now. And I could foresee that in the next five years or so, you know, companies that were traditionally buying these kind of technology solutions are actually starting to generate these technology solutions, or they're using source suppliers, you know, in the technology space to actually construct more innovative, value-added you know, solutions themselves. So there was a time when it was just all about integrating other people's technologies and products into one and then just making your, you know, core brand work. Now, you know, as uh, Mark Andreessen talks about that every company is becoming a software company or software is eating the world, that is, you know, we're starting to see that in a different way, which is that there's this merger of technologies into technology companies or technology DNA into brands themselves that people actually have to morph into a whole new type of company. I then talked about uh, what I call micro pivots, which is really around the framework that I have put together. And the idea that actually you want to focus on the things that really matter, as I said at the beginning, but, and how you do that is actually by making very small changes each time you go around, but you want to be doing that in a consistent way. So I really just sort of expanded on that topic of what I call micro pivots. It's not a new concept. I think Steve Blank talked about it in the whole lean startup concept with Eric Reese. But what I, even if you Google micro pivots today, what you will find is that people recognize that that is a necessary kind of like way to do things or to, do, to make sort of incremental changes. But nobody really has uh, a framework to follow. People just say, yes, that's a good idea. And everybody kind of approaches it in different ways. So there's clearly room for improvement there. And I think, you know, in terms of what I'm doing with this framework, I think that's the path I'm on. And we'll continue to try to figure out how to do that in sort of like a structured way that you know is watertight and basically works and what i mean works what i mean by that is to say that you know you you, you take a problem and you just run it through this kind of mill and and it, and it solves the problem right and you just it, it picks up on the things that are wrong and just helps you fix them so that's kind of my uh, vision of of what that looks like other thing i other couple of things, other things i talked about in my short form videos this week was i picked up on the fact that you know the vc market has really dried up it's changing rapidly even today, I think I saw a blog on the fact that the, you know, the majority of any sort of VC money is going into existing portfolio companies and, you know, VC venture, you know, the actual you know, partners of VC firms are still meeting with a lot of companies and they will definitely take meetings, but they're not signing very many checks. And so if you are at very early stage, now is the time to, to think of new ways to get things going. And there are many ways. And in fact, VC money is only is you know is one class of of ways to get something moving. In my own you know framework and the, what we've what we've done, we researched a large number of different sort of customer funded business models. Met, you know, so many entrepreneurs that I meet don't know these business models or don't think that it's applicable to them. But you know, if the Airbnb guys could could get you know could start their stuff up by selling cereal boxes it starts to make you realize that there are alternative ways to get things going. You don't have to go straight to kind of like investors. Any sort of like 
even if it's not VC directly, but if you go to, you know, seed funding, kind of like institutional funding, you're kind of then on that path. It's the same thing, really, even if it's not a venture capitalist, but it's still on that path towards utilizing that kind of leveraged funding. So, but there are other ways to do things and they can actually be more effective for many situations. And even the VCs will tell you that they only fund, you know, sort of like less than 1% of things that they see and only and only less than 1% are actually of the right type of company that will be good for venture capital. And lastly, yesterday I talked about nine steps to create a million dollar offer. And what I really outlined there was the the nine steps in our framework, which are focused on offer creation. And over the coming week or two, I'm going to be going into those nine steps in more detail. I feel like there's I got some good response around that. And I think there is some there's some need, actually, there's some real need, strong need for people to either, you know, think about how they are creating offers in a new way. Because people have, you know, read Alex Hormozzi's book, you know, $100 million offers, and they have, you know, maybe attended all sorts of other things, but still they are creating things which are not selling. And so then the question is, how are you approaching making that offer, building that offer? And the nine steps that we have developed here with this framework are proven and it's a it's actually an amalgamation of a few things which I think are just absolutely watertight if anybody is interested in that I will definitely you know I would share with you how we do things around that and you will probably see that there is a difference so you could attend you know Alex Hormozzi's free stuff on his site talking about offers and all these different ways but when you actually start to execute these things in that way I can tell you it's going to be hard it's not going to work as well as you think straight away you do need you know, you know Alex Hormozzi probably model that on his own experience with selling to gyms and that maybe that works in that particular way but it's not necessarily the case it's going to work for everything so this, again you know you really need to be careful about how you are applying things that you see and you want a framework which is which is universal but it's also catching the most important things and also integrating inside um, the things that are going to be pushing the envelope on how to be different Right. This is really important. So it's not just about the offer, like the guarantee you're giving, which I think is a lot about what people people talk about. But it's very much about, you know, what it is you are offering. What, what is that core product and how is that going to change lives? And so that's a lot what we focus on. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> yeah, just getting into a few other things here just to wrap up. So I mentioned the Startup Grind event that I went to here, met TikTok there. Actually, they actually had a session planned with someone representing TikTok and I was happy to know that actually my my kind of my activities getting going with short form content on TikTok were not a million miles away from where they should be which was which was great to hear what she really talked about there was experimentation just keep going consistency is really important and modeling what works you know from other people so it's the simple ideas there you know I don't think it's rocket science I think it's more just about continuing down that path and I also got introduced to some, to, to, I'm being introduced to a kind of an AI accelerator here in London, or at least a, a development team that's working a lot on AI, kind of apply, applying AI to different sort of solution, different problems. So I think that's going to be pretty interesting. So I think, and what I want to say here actually is don't underestimate or don't forget the importance of in-person networking. For me, I haven't been out too much into these kind of events and I was so pleasantly surprised by the reception and the kind of like the fact that people want to meet again and sort of like share things in person people are really kind of like you know there's there's lots of stuff going on don't forget that you know these things could be just down the road from where you are you might not have to fly somewhere to go and uh, actually join something 
Yeah, so those are kind of like the key things that I wanted to cover here. And let's just, just going down the list just quickly to see if there's anything else I really wanted to share that was going to be of great value to you guys. But yeah, so what we're going to be doing now, actually, just to let you know, and just to wrap up on this, is that this framework, and I've actually thought I've got this diagram here, which is kind of like the, the whole, whole high-level framework, which I call the operating framework. There are sort of six parts. Starts with cash flow and funding, then offer acceleration, I call it, but it's really about creating and validating offers, attraction marketing, what I call revenue acceleration mastery and, and the platform. So it all kind of comes together with all these different topics. And what has been interesting, I think, for me in this is that it was like a, it was like a necessity to figure out all these different parts of the puzzle, right? To say, well, actually, that's those. this is the full complement of all the things we need to really focus on and make sure we get right. Um, what then happened, I think, was I started working with a lot of people. Actually, people got a little bit overwhelmed. They sort of said, well, that's a lot of stuff, you know. That's crazy. How can we do all that? And so then I broke it down into pieces. So that worked for a while. Now what I'm finding, actually, is that the original framework, the, the high-level framework, is, is, I believe, and I'm going to be trying this out over the coming weeks, is really well suited to thinking about all the AI solutions that could be utilized to be able to fast track that entire process, either if you're going from from zero all the way through, or if you are applying the framework to find the gaps between where you want to get to and where you are today. So that's the little bit of an interesting project we're going to be starting up here, which is to say, well, what are the AI tools? What are the prompts? What's the, what are the plans? What are the work units need to come out of that? What deliverables are needed that, that are going to help a team make a big difference? And, I, you know, I, like my, with my kind of hopeful hat on, I would sort of say, you know, it would be amazing if we could take like what could be months of work down to just a few days of work. And I don't mean just like plugging in a few prompts into chat GPT. What I'm talking about is, you know, if you could run, a, 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 you know, an entire model through these AI tools and come up with a very clear systematic gap analysis work plan for what you need to execute over the coming week, or even for that to be sort of like, you know, for stuff to get generated out of that very fast and that to actually start making offers online, you know, within days. For me, that's actually pretty interesting. That's, that, that, that starts to create a pretty fast turnaround that can help people very, very quickly to solve a problem and improve, you know, their, you know, different parts of their business. So that's what's going to be going on here. There are around 50 sort of discrete steps in that framework. And so there's quite a lot to think about there. But I think I'll focus first on the front end stuff around marketing, around business planning, around the offer. And we'll see where we get to with that pretty soon. So I think so stay tuned for that. In fact, I'll leave it there. Hopefully this was a little bit you know useful for you just to hear the kind of stuff that we've got going on here. Hopefully you are making progress in what you are doing, whether you're marketing your programs, whether you're, you know, building your software, marketing your software, you're starting to see, you know, you're starting to solve problems, you're, you're putting the right things in place, you're not getting lost in all the sort of information flow out there. I would love for you to, you know, comment a little bit about, you know, kind of what you're working on, share a little bit about what you're doing, even, even if it's for me, or just to comment on, on any threads here and see what other people have to say, because I think there's a lot of stuff that can be shared. I would love to be able to help you in one way or the other. I have a lot of resources, by the way, I've put together a ton of stuff on all different aspects of what we're doing so I have all these what I call companion guides if I I think by next week I'll probably start to actually maybe mention very specific ones but in the meantime if you're struggling with any specific thing maybe it's a sales deck or maybe it's a content plan or if it's you know kind of like a funding campaign you know just talk about it a little bit about what those things are 
I can get some stuff to you and hopefully that will help you out. So let's leave it there. Have a great uh, rest of the day and come back uh, 